This episode of How to Kill an Hour is brought to you by Adobe Stock. Uh, It's a service that provides creatives all over the world access to high-end stock images and video for your creative projects, saving you hours of time looking for that perfect bit of visual content. And more importantly, allowing you to spend more time doing what you do best, and that is creating. Couldn't get any better than that, right? Wrong. To celebrate its five-year anniversary, they've announced the launch of Adobe Stock Audio, an exciting integration between Adobe Stock and Adobe's video editing program, Premiere Pro, that enables you to access over 30,000 audio tracks without having to leave your video editing software sick bro Uh, no scrolling through tab after tab on the internet signing up to other music libraries trying to read the small print to find out what kind of license you need for your project nope forget all that all of it can be done inside the premiere pro software so it's saving you time and letting you get on with what you need to do best create that awesome content and to prove just how good it is adobe teamed up with 13 talented filmmakers from all over the world and challenged them to produce a film in under five days with unlimited access to adobe stock images video and audio keep listening to the show to find out how things went down spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine with the weather warming up it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzy. Today I'm joined by fellow hosts, Nick Bright and Dev. How you doing, man? Zoop, how's it going, everybody? Yeah, hope you're good. I'm good, thanks, Dev. I'm really getting annoyed straight away because your camera isn't dead center on Zoom. I'm picking up it? all these Zoomisms. Do you know what? Like in like, like I'm finding I don't like I'm I'm, I never used to be that guy. I used to be so easy going, yeah. You're but now in Zoomies, yeah, things. I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be slightly <laughs> off center, like my quirky personality. <laughs> I'm being edgy, <laughs> but and and you're both of you are annoying me because. Why? Well, because since the lockdown restrictions have eased about going to the barbershop, okay, a couple of weeks ago, you would have got a blight, right? But Marcus, you look like you're starring in a reboot of some black exploitation film. <laughs> <laughs> like, Marcus looks like, you know, in those black exploitation cop films, like the angry, the, the angry <laughs> chief of police. Like, I want your badge and your gun right now. <laughs> he actually and, does. So I'm going to be like, the commissioner said that you spent $300,000 destroying this city for how many arrests? No arrests, goddammit. Give me your bag. Get out of here. I mean, uh, that that was pretty, that was uncanny. Yeah, that's really, really good. You look like your own dad. Does that make sense? With the beard and hair combo, you look like your own dad. Like you've time walked here. <laughs> From the eighties, man. And Nick, Nick is Nick is like I, I'm getting I'm getting European nineties European football vibes. That's where, that's from, where I'm going with this. Nick's, with yeah. with with none of the money, you know. That's that's what I'm aiming for. You know, free agent. I, what I'm going to start doing is I'm just going to start telling people that um I had a knee injury and didn't quite make it. You know, the usual story. I don't know how many times that story has been. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, man, I was signing Man United, but I got a knee injury. That knee injury, man, it's a killer. Mm. I just want to watch them play football, do their thing. I don't need them to break down what they did during the match. Because if I've never listened to a football player tell me about right. how they've scored or equalised or whatever and thought, wow. It's always so matter of fact. Oh, oh, uh, uh, tell us, you guys were 1-0 down at half time. How did you manage to come back and win the game? Uh, yeah, well, you know, we uh, put our heads down and um, you know, decided uh, you know, we needed to graft. And uh, yeah, we managed to, uh, managed to get one back. Yeah. And then uh, managed to get another one. Uh, but it's also good to uh, put the score to uh, to two one, 
uh, which meant we could uh, we could walk away from the victory. So like, oh, thanks, thanks so much for that <laughs> wonderful fucking insight. I feel I'm an expert now. Wow, what a, what a great mind. Just, I mean, are you in a bad mood today, Dev? I'm a little bit. I mean, right. um, I've noticed even though, <laughs> all I did was ask you to move your camera. <laughs> I know. Ten minutes later, I've, I've missed this. I've missed. Now no, he's just like frozen. Sort of <laughs> he's literally just frozen in the funniest oh, position. Really? Oh, my day. Oh, screenshot. Back. <laughs> Did you get a screenshot of it? No, I'm getting uh, this one, though. He just keeps freezing. Why? D- Dev keeps freezing too in many windows positions. <laughs> I love this. If anyone ever zooms uh, me and then they freeze in a mad position, I'm so quick on the screenshot. you got to get it. Oh, he's back now. He's oh, back you're back. Us. You're back in the game. My, it says my internet connection is unstable. Yeah, a bit like your life. <laughs> yeah, my, my life. This sums up your attitude right my, now. Um, You're back now, though. It's cool. Tabs. Don't worry. I'm closing tabs. I thought of someone else that you look like as well. Who, me? Mar- no, Marcus. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. You know when you're like going through your mum's soul record collection? <laughs> And there'll be like people you've heard of, Teddy Pendergrass and The Temptations, and then there'll be some <laughs> random dude like called Randy Smith. Or so you go, who the fuck is this? And he'll be posing on the front album. Maybe he's laying down, he's got a shirt open with a few buttons, and like the album's called something like, you know, Lay With Me, Baby, or something like that. Like, that's you look. Like a 70s soul singer that no one's ever heard of before. Had that's... that one hit. Smashed it though with the one hit. Yeah, the one here. Lay with my baby. It's a complete rip off of like another, another already existing song. Lay with my baby. Dev is absolutely right. bananas, mate. This is the first podcast back since the the podcast, uh, British Podcast Awards. We should be <laughs> congratulating Brother Marcus on a bronze best interview. Now you're truly Marcus Bronzy. Yeah, uh, there you go. Winning, winning bronze. I feel like I should have named myself awards. Marcus Bra- uh, Goldie and then that would have <laughs> elevated us in the award ceremony there. No, yeah, man, that's, it's a, a that's, a, that's a look. We need, we need to, we need to, we need to, um, we need to big that up. That is, yeah. that is a huge look. Have you, have you, did you, did you celebrate that night? The, the, the night you found out, what were you doing? Ready, steady, I awarded my, awarded myself, <laughs> I awarded myself a hangover, mate. I awarded myself a gold hangover, mate. I was, um, at a few. Well, you should know, it should have been bronze, but no, you know, you're right. You know, no, no, you're right. You should be yeah. celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I awarded myself a, a bit of bubbly and a couple of drinks and then just played Warzone, if I'm honest with you, mate. Yeah. But yeah, no, to be honest, thank you very much guys for being part of the journey, man. We at How to Kill It Now will make memes out here bro yeah. independent black owned podcast yeah. 2020 in that award ceremonies awesome. punching with the big people yeah i'll take that Thank oh, you how are you much. gonna get your award around a chain all right and wear it to all the meetings you have in future okay so this is the idea you wear your bronze you wear the bronze award every meeting you have in the future of any corporations any coming oh we want to work with you aren't you like you sort of walk into the meeting with the award like around a medallion Anytime there's a decision you don't like or a question that gets raised or you're a bit funny, bear in mind, you'll also just be wearing sunglasses as well. And I'm talking about <laughs> 2003 stunner shades, like the ridiculously oversized sun. Every time someone goes to ask you something, bruv, you don't answer the question. You'll say, yes or no, you just point down at the award. Just like. <laughs> Channeling big flavor, flavor energy. So yeah. Marcus, we're thinking that maybe we can. Uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> That, I mean, that looks like something else from here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Imagine seeing someone seeing that from behind. You just doing that yeah. in the mirror room. Oh, that's clearly that's. And they're nodding. They're nodding back. They're agreeing. Interesting. That's a, that's a look, man. Congratulations. But, yeah, no, thanks very much, man. I think, yeah, man, like all joking aside, yeah, we've done really, really well. Indies up there working with some of the biggest networks out there in the UK and world, man. So, yeah, we're all part of that, man. Congratulations, gang. I'll give you a round of applause as well. Thank you. Have right. you got out of your system now, Dev? Are you, feel, are you feeling better now? <clears throat> Let That's the rage right phoenix come out. That's all good. <laughs> <Just> gonna... <laughs> How about you, Nick? How you been doing, bruv? I mean... <laughs> Listen, Dev has gone on for quite a while. How I don't know how long we are into this podcast, but it's therapy <laughs> for Dev. I'll answer your question, Marcus. I've been fine. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said at the top of the show Adobe asked 13 talented filmmakers from around the world to produce a film entirely without the use of cameras and they had to do it, with the, it, it within five days with unlimited access to Adobe stock images video and obviously the Adobe stock 
audio, which is brand new. So to show the world that creativity never stops, regardless of circumstance, they put on the Adobe Stock Festival. So um, we'll talk about how dope their content was in just a sec. But the first few things I wanted to talk through with you guys, and that is exactly what Adobe audio stock is like. So any questions so far? Tell me where the audio comes from. So with Adobe stock audio, did you guys know what stock stock stuff is when you have stock content online, by the way? Stock photos, like stock stock footage. It's basically like stuff that's readily available for you to get online. And and license free, is it necessarily or? Do you know what? That's a really, really good question because a lot of creators didn't and and you know i know a lot of creators now that don't know where they stand with regards to licensing when they take audio from different places so what's useful and what was always something that i think we've always thought is, is useful as creators is knowing what you're getting for your money when it comes to using stock content so when adobe said in 2015 hey we're launching adobe stock here's a resource a library of images that you can use that could put a graphic designer at ease who goes right i need to create some content and have some images um and i need to know that i'm getting them from a place where i know exactly how i can use this image can i use it in a commercial capacity can i use it in whatever capacity and you know exactly how much you're paying for it and you know it's coming from a trusted source adobe so they launched that with seamless integration inside Premiere Pro. And five years later, on their fifth year birthday of Adobe Stock, they launched Adobe Stock Audio, which ties in with Premiere Pro and also collaborates with two amazing sound agencies, Epidemic Sound and Jamendo. Now, I've used Epidemic Sound before to create narrative content for podcasts. I like the way that um, its library is full of songs that you can search through and kind of... they've got moods to them. And when I'm creating narrative content, I want to add a bit of an emotion to something. I like to look and search for songs via mood. And and we'll talk about that more in a second. But in Premiere Pro, you you can now browse, preview and license Adobe stocks, thousands of non-watermarked audio tracks, millions of expertly created videos and professional grade motion graphic templates from within Premiere Pro, which you don't have to switch applications, which is sick. And also, Epidemic Sound and Jamendo represent thousands of artists who actually are creating content as we speak the libraries are growing and that means when there's new genres or moods or cultural influences or trends rising your library of stock audio is going to reflect that for example you wouldn't have had trap there five or six years ago maybe because it wasn't as prominent but now you've got like a trap section within the hip-hop section that you can search for audio for so it's kind of a wide range of genres moods cultural influences and trends as well but you can be in Premiere Pro and go, right, I want some calm music. Let me find a tune, actually, that I liked. So this is a tune. I think it's called Dinner Time, actually. You can find a tune like this and be like, right, this is mellow. This is cool. Hey. Hey. Lay with me, baby. I was about to say, if they got lay with me, baby. That's what they really need. Yeah. um, So, yeah, you can find a track like that. (laughs) Lay with me, baby. Uh. And then throw it into your edit and then listen to it and be like, right, that's cool. You can mix it, remix it, freak it, cut it up, chop it up. When you're sure you really like it, you can select within Premiere that I want to license this tune. And then you actually download a high quality version that jumps straight into your edit for you. You haven't got to re-edit it in. So it kind of like saves saves a lot of time, man. Like, because you can license it directly within the software. And I think for me personally, like... Um, there's loads of different ways that you can get licensed content like audio, visuals and stills but to be able to have one hub, one place where you can literally just pull down audio and license it without having to leave your program at editing that kind of stands out to me so that's, that's, yeah, that's how it I works don't, I, don't, I, don't, um, I don't have that much experience using the uh, Adobe um, version that you're talking about but I use something similar when I'm making music and what what you talked about there with workflow, something like this makes it so much easier. You mm-hmm. think about you've edited a scene together or you're trying to get an idea going and then you have to spend hours going for music. Is this the right one? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas I love it when someone's had a thought of, oh, let's do all of this hard work so that it, like a few steps down the line, it's super quick and it, it, it's, it's um, super easy. Like you were showing me before we started recording um, that little video clip online of somebody using it and how quickly you can just sort of get that right mood for your soundtrack and the video you're editing. 
A hundred percent. I think workflow is a key, a key word that you use. Like, so whether you're a creative person or you're not, everybody thinks about how to get the job done quicker. And workflow is a really important thing that you think about, you know, how can I make sure that when I'm building something, whether it's a brick wall or some audio design, uh, some sound design or a video that I'm making for somebody, whatever you're doing, you need to think about wh- how are you going to get the ingredients to put it together? how you're going to mix them together and how you can kind of make sure that whatever you're using, you're using in the right way. And this, in this case it's licensing. So yeah, to have it all in one place is something that's super important to, to someone if they want to save time. And I think that's something that I want to talk about in a sec, actually, it's, it's, with regards it's, to like the value from it. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say it's a bit similar to obviously slightly different, but from a DJ's perspective, you've got like Serato and things like that now where you can use Tidal and different streaming services directly mm. with um, your Serato. So if you're in a club, you can, if someone requests a tune, I mean, don't get me wrong, requests are annoying sometimes, but if someone requests a tune and it's actually not a crap song, you can literally, if you don't have that, you can go on your record pool and bang, you got it. It's all about workflow and time. And, you know, time is the most important thing, I guess. And I know I don't really use Serato anymore. I use Recordbox, but when I was using Serato, like the longest thing was sorting out your library, sorting out the tunes and blah, blah, blah. And, and this is kind of the, um, I guess the, 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 vi- the kind of video editing version of this, um, you know, people don't have to source music in different places now because that can be quite long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The licensing yeah, thing as well is really big. There's like nothing worse than I know if, I, if I'm making music and I find a little vocal sample or a little, just something I like the sound of and I can't use it. You can't get it cleared or mm. oh, this one's a little bit too obvious. Whereas, you know, you, you can, you can sort of license it within the, 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 the software in this one, right? Yeah, man. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than finding the perfect tune and then realizing that you can't use it within an edit. It's really, really frustrating, like the perfect tempo, the perfect kind of vibe, the perfect build up. And another thing actually that I didn't actually think of before we recorded, but Dev kind of reminded me, Nick, when we were having a little chat before we press record. It was about you. He was talking. <laughs> it wasn't about him. He <laughs> um, was, was basically talking about you, how he, you, were moving a bit, <laughs> you were moving a big bit of storage, like from one of your computers to another. Or you were having some problem clearing storage off your computer, right? Am I right yeah, thinking yeah, that? Yeah, that's Dev? right. Yeah, to like back it all up and then start deleting stuff. So what's cool with this is like you've got the cloud that you're accessing these low quality versions of the tunes from like low small file sizes. If you don't decide to use them, you're not filling up your computer with Mm. junk. If you do want to use them, guess what? You pull down a high quality version. And furthermore, I feel like if you need to reaccess something, you don't feel like you have to have this massive library of video content, audio, still images that sits with you. You can trust that the content's going to be up there on adobe stock so for me to have a cloud worth of resources that i can draw for at any time that's important for me because another thing that i'm getting i'm getting concerned about with storage is not whether i can keep a lot of content on a hard drive because hard drives are getting massive the big worry for me is if that cup of coffee spills into my hard drive or if i drop my laptop or if god forbid i lose my laptop how do i get everything back and I think the cloud is kind of a solution that we've been speaking about over the years and stuff. And maybe it's not about backing all our stuff up to the cloud. Maybe it's about having the resources on the cloud in the first place so we can draw for them whenever we need them. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a little bit daunting at first. I remember like the concept of even having an iTunes or a Spotify account or something seems so weird if you've been used to buying physical copies of music. And what Nick was talking about earlier with Serato and Recordbox, I was so reluctant to go over to that stuff. I was like, no, man, I play off, I play off records, man. And then you do it and you're like, this is so fucking easy. Like, this makes my life so much easier. I don't miss carrying record boxes no way. through crowds of people smashing against their shins. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, and this is way better. Yeah, you had to rip, uh, lay with me, <laughs> no, didn't you? Because that was on record. You, you didn't quite have that on uh, MP3. <laughs> I'll, cu- I'll cut you a dub plate, man. <laughs> this one goes out to Nick Bride. <laughs> I'll play, <sighs> to be fair. <laughs> Stick my name in it, guaranteed, mate. But, are you sure? but if you play that to your lady friend and that becomes the song that you got together to, that means I'm part of your relationship forever now. You do, know that. Do you, do you have a playlist? Do you have a playlist for, you know? Nah, I find it really, I find it a bit, um, what about your own podcast? Like this is music. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just got on BBC yeah. Sounds and listened to my show, Dev. Yeah. <laughs> Bang it on. Laugh at your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was what a zinger. <laughs> listen, baby. Here's another listen. zinger. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. And then what? On your way out the door, you go, if you want to enjoy that again, 30 days, you can listen back to that anytime. <laughs> please, uh, please like and subscribe and uh, maybe share with your friends. <laughs> right. Listen, mate, today's climate. You know what I mean? you got to use what you got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I suppose to tie this all up, how did they use all of this to um, basically show that this could all kick ass? And they used it to make some standout content for Adobe Stock Film Fest. So, like I said at the top of the show, to celebrate the launch of Adobe Stock Audio, they teamed up with a bunch of filmmakers from over the world and said to them, yo, make a film in under five days and only use our stock footage. They basically had to make content using no pre-shot footage of their own only stock footage and audio uh from adobe stock footage pretty much making a remix do you know what i mean there was loads of great content out there i sent a few videos around uh, including one from vivek vadalia sorry if i've messed up your name there they created a short called the portal and um the film takes a deep dive into the imaginary journey and explores themes of control fear and rebalance through poetic adobe stock imagery now basically we are a podcast, an audio podcast. So if we tried to describe the video, I think that would be a bit of a challenge to describe it frame for frame. So can we just talk through, Nick, like, why, like first, did it look and sound like something? If I t- like, when you played it to you, would, would you think that it's something that's stock footage? Like, did it look like something that's pieced together? It, I would never have known, like, honestly, just because, you know, I'm... I'm not a video editor myself. Um, so, you know, I can't speak on behalf of somebody who really, really knows their stuff. But as somebody who watches a lot of videos, I just saw it and just thought, you know, that it was something that was put together by somebody. I wouldn't have been able to watch it and be like, ah, that person didn't shoot any of that footage. You know, uh, that they've just got that off of the internet. Like, I mean, if you do know that, I'm not going to lie. You're quite sad. Um, uh, if you know every single piece. I, I recognise that shot of a pile of leaves. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if you do know that, it's probably probably time for you to uh, to, to come off get the internet. Out. Yeah, get out. Meet your friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it looked really, really good though. Like in, in all seriousness, for the purpose that it's meant for, um, I think it's... A potential game changer, really, because say if you are, say if, if even if you don't use 100% stock footage, if you're somebody that's been out, you've shot a load of stuff, but then you realized you haven't shot, you've missed something that you need for the edit, you know, um, I don't know what it could be. Like, like you said, Mark, Marcus was talking about flowers earlier, you know, you could, you could have missed a shot of some, I don't know, pansies or something. You can just go on there and, and get it and you've got it, you know what I mean? Whereas before it would have been a big palaver, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Exactly. And Dev, do you think it actually matters that it's not shot by the person that is stock footage and that is stock audio? No, I don't think that's taking away anything from, um, from the creative process. You know, if I was going to use the music analogy, I use tons of samples and, um, you know, drum sounds or whatever. And I know that I'm going to use them in a way that's going to be completely different from another producer. And also, I think if I was new to, film editing, the whole soundtracking thing would be a massive thing that would put me off, especially if I didn't know that much about music or didn't know what kind of sounds I was after. I think we take a lot for granted working in that, uh, in that field. You might say to somebody, oh, you need a bit of like dark sounding music here. They might not necessarily know what that is. And, you know, we all know that music is such a huge part of film. And to be able to just type it into the session that you're working on, oh, dark music or oh, let me find a sort of like lo-fi hip-hop beat or whatever to just be able to find it just like that it's yeah it's like sort of cut out so much of the hard work yeah like how important is it for you as a creator to be able to get i know like you produce music so that's kind of samples that you get different how important is it for you to have like high quality content so when it comes to grabbing samples how much is quality and important right, so that's a that's a re- really good point and I use something that's similar to this Adobe thing. It's this um, program I use where you can search uh, a bunch of really high quality sounds. And there's some genres, say, for example, if I'm trying to make a disco type beat, you can't really use MIDI strings and trumpets and that because it, it doesn't give it that authentic sound. People hear it and go, oh, it sounds like a Casio keyboard. And so access to those high quality sounds immediately elevates your production or your short film or whatever it is you're doing 
into that stratosphere of, oh, oh, if people hear it and kind of go, oh, this, they associate that with uh, having high production values because it sounds legit. It sounds professional. It doesn't sound like you just knocked it up, you know, on garage band in a, in a, in a couple of seconds. You know, that's a good point. Like, I've, do you know what? There's a meme on the internet that showed how powerful mu- good music is when you're creating video. Have you ever seen that Jurassic Park clip where they're looking at the dinosaurs and then there's a guy that's playing a harmonica really badly? <laughs> or when they, when they re-edit Mrs. Doubtfire to look like a horror film or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You change the music and then immediately, or if you've ever, and I did this in um, film studies in college, you would, we would watch scenes from famous horror films without any soundtrack. It would just be the footsteps. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I scared? This is like, you know, music is everything with yeah, yeah. visual media. It's so true. Yeah, man. Like it's like yeah, when, when you when, when you go to the cinema, you know what it's like. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been to the cinema. To be honest, what's going on in the world? But like you know, when you're in a cinema and it's like you know a scary bit is coming up because the music starts to get all tense and that starts yeah. shitting yourself. Start looking around, like yeah. you know, am I going to get murdered in here? Basically, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, long story short, high quality audio is the one for us, man. I mean, and to wrap this all up, really, personally, it's like time. Time's the most valuable commodity for me. So anything that can help me do stuff quicker, I am game for. Like, there are people that really want you to respect how things work ground up, and I get that, but I don't necessarily want to have to build every single part of when I'm being creative, I want the maximum amount of time and I want yeah. like, I kind of want, I don't want to have to make the brick as well as building the brick wall. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to get the bricks, get the cement and slap it all together. So yeah, man, long story short, um, uh, Adobe stock audio and how it works with the premier pro workflow and how it kind of will work with the rest of the Adobe create suite is a really good look, especially in this remote world. I found a couple of tunes that I really like off this though. Um, Here's where I got a couple hip hop beats. Let me know what you think of these though, still. This one's called Hip Hop Instrumental by Mitt Rich. I feel like drones could fly to this. I'm waiting for Dave a to drone spit 16. I'm waiting for Ghostface to come in like, oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> Man and Mom, Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> Man and Mom, Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, obviously, that I played you that dinner. Face, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> it does, not it? <laughs> They do that dinner plunge tune as well, which I like, man. I think I think that could sit under and add pretty tastily. And also, I found a track, a trap beat as well. Um, so yeah, they've got like a really good vibe in here, like a really good mixture. This one dropped. Let's hear the 808 slide. and what's what's good about the searching as well i will leave you with this as well i think i searched mood so i like i just searched like chill ah. or i just searched like vibe or i ch- searched like happy or inspirational and you can get kind of rhythms like that as well so yeah man i mean look i think this is this kind of stuff is the future of being creative the future of being creative indeed so it's pretty obvious right now that this episode of how to kill an hour is brought to you by adobe stock the service that provides creatives all over the world with access to high-end stock images video and now audio if there's one thing i hate it's trawling around the net looking for good quality instrumentals you gotta sign up to each site log in read the small print to make sure you're not breaching anyone's copyright or licensing when you're using the actual track i mean i just want a good tune to put in the edit so it's refreshing to know that there's a pool of high quality audio that i can search through when using adobe stock audio remember that track called dinner plans that i said you know would be good in an ad well here it is sitting right under this ad meta or what it literally took a few clips to drop it into the edit license it and away i could go for all of your stock image video and audio needs all in one place save yourself a bunch of time searching so you can have more time being creative with adobe stock hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Right, what is going on in the world of tech and such? Bright, I think you might be able to speak up about this. Twitch. Yeah. are talking about streaming radio. And also premiership matches more, like more sports and stuff. So this website that was originally designed to stream computer games is talking about streaming live events. I love it how you call it premiership still, like we're back in uh, the 90s. What are you supposed yeah, to call it? It's, Pre- it's the Premier, Premier League. League. It's been Premier League for so long. The it's so funny because I work at Five Live as well. I do, I do one extra, but I also do Radio Five Live. And whenever they get kind of like older callers on, they still call it the Premiership. <laughs> They're like, you know, I remember when we were in the Premiership. It's like, it's been called the Premier League since like, <laughs> I think it might have only been the Premiership for the first couple of seasons. It's been the Premier League. I'm getting older with my hair. That's what I mean. Yeah. The Premiership. Oh, man, I'm going to start drinking Earl Grey. Pop down to the shops and get me a marathon bar, would you? He's got got some (laughs) Werther's original in his pocket. (laughs) 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 Do you you still call call Sif Jif? (laughs) (laughs) Opal Fruits. Opal Opal Fruits. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Uh, right anyway uh, to answer your question uh, I don't know the um, complete ins and outs of what Twitch the plans for for Twitch are but I can tell you that my involvement the small piece of involvement that I've got is that you know I do basically the digital shows for Arsenal so on Arsenal.com when Arsenal are having a match I present the shows and stuff like that um, do you so ever get to hang out with that, Troops? Um, he does so Troops does Arsenal fan TV, which is a different thing, N- not yeah. affiliated with Arsenal at all. And Arsenal okay. uh, are very kind of like over the top to make sure there is no affiliation with AF TV. Um, <laughs> but I do, I, you know, I, I've, I've met Troops quite a few times, um, you know, and we obviously follow each other on social media. That's the way of the world now. He's a cool guy. Um, you know, I always like to say wherever I do stuff, I've got zero problem with AF TV. Um, I think what they're doing is is, is cool, and you know they're, they're just fans. And yeah. now Robbie's absolutely smashing it. You know, driving mad cars, and you know, going on crazy holidays. Yeah. Um, I also love the fact. It would be that, nice if our team won, though, innit? it? Like instead of that, though, innit? it? Like, oh yeah, that would saying. that would be good. Um, but anyway, yeah. just to just <laughs> just, just to get back onto the point, because I don't want to get bogged down in Arsenal chat because we are rubbish. Um, basically, they're doing a launch for Twitch Sport. Um, that's happening tomorrow. Uh, I think it's hosted by Jimmy Comrade, who uh, is an American football. When I say American football player, I mean he's a soccer player from America. Not that he's mm-hmm. an NFL player. Just to just to add con- a layer of confusion to what's going on. He's hosting the whole thing, and then kind of all the big sports teams and outlets that are involved with Twitch or who want to do stuff on Twitch, they're um, they're getting like a slot. So like NBA are on before Arsenal. And I'm hosting the Arsenal stream tomorrow. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's kind of mad because like you said, they, they, they're they basically a platform that was created for people just to sit there and play video games and for people to watch. And uh, now they're venturing into all sorts of things. In fact, I think me and Dev uh, and Julia Hardy um, had a Twitch channel that we were going to, we were going to launch and then never launched it. Well, it's a lot, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of work in it. And it, it just seems like quite a natural progression for Twitch. Mm. So I've been obsessed with it since it launched. Um, I don't have like as much time as I want to play computer games and there's some that I just can't get into. So it's actually quite fun to watch somebody play at a really high level. And I know it's a, two different types of personalities that do well on Twitch is either somebody who's really good at a game or somebody who's really fun and entertaining and engaging. Mm. Um, like say like someone like Limmy, for example, is like really funny to watch, uh, him stream. And, um, 
I know it's like Twitch streamers have been, they'll set up parties where they talk to each other. And then there was, you know, when you log into Twitch, it will give you a list of what everybody's watching and what's up at the top. And I've noticed over the last year, what's been climbing up and up and up is the channel called, I think it's just called Let's Chat. So you're just watching people having it like we are right now. Um, and what's been really interesting is the way that podcasts have developed alongside that. People are so used to that format now. Maybe 10 years ago, saying to somebody, oh, do you want to watch four people in a room having a chat about something or even you know, by a, uh, by a Zoom call or whatever, people wouldn't have been interested. But we're so used to now with the format of listening to people talk mm-hmm. 45 minutes, an hour, a couple of hours even sometimes. And also learning so much about those personalities and radio is always going to have that really intimate um, feel to it. And then on top of that, if you can also watch the people and message, message them and, 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 and interact. This, I think it's like a really interesting move for Twitch to, 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 to back the, the radio side of things. Yeah. That, that's why they, that's why Arsenal and you know, I can only really speak for Arsenal because they're the guys that I know. That's why they're excited to get involved with it because it's like they can do shows essentially like long format shows, chat shows, about Arsenal and because most of the people on Twitch are used to watching long format video, you know, not, not like YouTube where you're always told, oh, it's got to be quick, got to be yeah. quick. Otherwise you, you're fucked. You know, like yeah. Twitch is like people are coming to sit down, hunker in and watch this content. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting space and I'll, I'll be, I'm very interested to see kind of what people do in the experiments, um, you know, going forward and what actually works. Yeah, it's an interesting space. And it's like, because it's established for a few years, Twitch in some ways has really been built for the current world climate. I've been looking at, and this is not slighting any of the big channels out there or the big network providers, but when we first went into lockdown, people that had to do calls from home were not really well lit. They had like quite boring backgrounds. And then when you look at the quality of what Twitch streamers have, standard level like not like the highest of the high but like a standard level of twitch streamer they've got overlays they've got special effects they've got sound effects they've got you know all this high level of production quality that they can actually manage themselves and i was there thinking you know if there was a wealth of twitch streamers that had the knowledge that was needed for news and stuff with that kind of skill set then I feel like we could be having quality of, of of tv for want of a better set of words that is kind of not that far away from what we had pre-lockdown. Mm. I mean, there's some great streamers out there. There's Inel Tomlinson's comedian and, and, and friend of the show as well. Mm-hmm. If you look at his setup, it's in a, it is in a room and it is where he's kind of putting together some content himself. But boy, it looks absolutely dope, man. Like it looks really, really good. It looks kind of studio-esque. Do you know what I mean? A bit like your Fat realistic commit- studio behind you at the moment. Yeah. Well, this, this, this little this thing. thing. Oh. This thing. Marcus, can you, can you just go and grab me something off of that desk behind you? Yeah, cool. What do you want? What do you want? Um, just give me that microphone, actually. Just swing that microphone arm, but the one behind you, oh. it's jarring me a bit. One sec. I'll just move this one out of the way. Yeah. I'll get the other one. Actually, can you get me that chair? Can you get me the cushion off that chair? Yeah, yeah sure. One sec. <laughs> still there i could see the chair behind you with the cushion on it still oh there's so many in here i didn't i didn't realize sorry mate bye man bye man so childish it's Uh, weird because aren't you in the studio (laughs) no i'm not otherwise i wouldn't do that all right okay what's the point is this some kind of inception dev's like aren't you in the studio in the studio blowing my mind <laughs> no, I just I just when we started doing these I was like you know what can I have a boring background or should I put the studio behind me and what's interesting is the people that have hit me up going nice studio mate um can I can, can I come and have a look around it I was, I was like you know so that's mad you know it's not real and they're like really I'm like oh you know what so when people ask me now I don't bother I just tell them yeah, yeah come and have a look at the studio when, when, when it's all it, it, it doesn't, suitable me and Marcus had this conversation the other day um but it doesn't work for me because I've got fluffy hair and I don't have a green screen so when I try and do it like I'll put Carol Baskin on for you. Oh and, uh, my goodness! Can, can you see, How like, do you ra- do that? How do we change our hair. backgrounds? You see, by the video, there's a little. Sorry, this is going to be really boring for people. Stop to video. There's a little arrow that points up. You see that? Yeah. No. Yes or no? Down the bottom. Look at Marcus now. He's on a train. Oh, what the fuck, man! I want what, one. What, can you see the boy? What I was doing. You see oh, where yeah, it says yeah, mute, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, stop yeah, video. There's a little yeah, arrow. Point on the yeah. arrow, and then go choose, choose virtual, virtual background. And then there's yeah. some stock ones like that. 
You can you, you can have that if you want. Nick Bright's now got space behind him. He looks like he's flying in oh, space. This is bullshit! I've got to download them. <laughs> you know what? While Dave's doing that, I'm going to tell you about a little hack that I did the other day at a Zoom party. I was just rec- I started screen recording other people's screens at a Zoom party for a birthday, and then started putting them their screens behind me. Yeah. So people they're looking at themselves. Oh, Dev now looks well pleased himself. I'm at the beach. The background on Zoom. It's a bit oh, it's a bit choppy. <laughs> I like it. What else can I get? Right, hang on. <laughs> oh, the Northern Lights. Oh Northern man. Lights. Feel Sorry, free to so jump forward thirty seconds a couple of times. Boring for people listening. Now look at mine. They're loving it. They're loving it. This is the content <laughs> that people are tuning in for, baby. <laughs> Long firm content. But you know what? Nick, Nick I love this a, as a tech a podcast and I've only just worked out you can change the background <laughs> on Zoom. I've only used it fucking a million times since lockdown. Oh, what man. What's interesting about streamers, though, is that they're actually some of them. Yeah. Oh, Nick Bright's got. Is, is that you and a gun? Oh, the gun is dying. Me and, me and Gunnosaurus. Why, Gunnosaurus. Is, why is the mascot for Arsenal a dinosaur? Because he's called Gunnosaurus. I don't know the real reason. No, I guess it's like, that works. No, it's a sort of clever play on. No, but Gunnosaurus isn't a thing. Well, it's yeah. very hard to take the cannon that represents Arsenal and turn that into. Why like a you could have Craig the cannon? You could have Craig no, the cannon. So it would come out. He'll have like cannonballs for eyes and then a big long snout, <laughs> and he can fire it at the crowd. <laughs> I can see. I can see that looking very wrong if somebody takes a picture at the wrong time of 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 the cannon. Good wholesome that is a that's a that is a bad mascot a dinosaur i think the gunnosaurus is don't diss the gunnosaurus you're on you're on you're on thin ice here mate awful it's like from a from a kid's imagination that is outrageous <laughs> anyway back to twitch right so jane whedon just someone of new running around the pitch with a gun how about that no about no that no a okay no de- no de- running no, around the can't. pitch like Whoa! no, no Dev, that's uh that probably work in like texas or something like that they're not, <laughs> not here just a guy going pew, 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 pew. um anyway the director of new verticals at twitch said in a statement that twitch in recent years has been growing the community for sports fans on the platform. So this Jane Whedon said, uh, basically Twitch is a place where people come to connect and engage over shared interest. And you'll be hard pressed to find a group of people more passionate than sports fans. So it sounds like what they're really interested in. Well, actually she says with addition to sports radio on air talent and fans will be able to interact and discuss with their favorite athletes, teams and leagues with one another in real time. So it sounds like they really are going for this. This could be the future of sports broadcasting. Nick. This could be, you could be right on the tip of the sword, mate. Potentially. I mean, you've got Amazon as well, of course, who, uh, are going to get more Rich. and more. Yeah. The Amazon, Jeff Bezos, bruv, you know, he's got the peas, you know what I mean? So, um, they have, they've obviously uh, had a couple of premier league games tees. this year. Got a money, bro. Yeah, he's got. He's got a. Why isn't there? Why aren't rappers started saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm like Jeff Bezos"? Is it because it's hard to rhyme stuff with Bezos? Well, it's hard or easy. Is it Bezos? What do you rhyme with Bezos? I don't know. Um, Bezos. Bezos. Um, isn't it um, Bezos? Re- Rezos. Be- is it Bezos? No, oh, is it Bezos? Bezos? Could you just could you just say Bezos? Jeff? Big up the radio that plays us. I got more <laughs> money than Jeff Bezos. You know. Oh, what hey, I mean? wait, was. <laughs> Ah, ah. Yeah. Ah. I mean, I can't really hear it. Turn it up on my headphones. Mm. Mm. Oh, you keep turning it down, bro. I need the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Big up the radio that plays us. More money than Jeff Bezos. I don't let okay, it phase that, us. That was it. That's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got, mate. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, um, sorry, you were saying yeah. Uh, Prime's got Prime's doing it as well, yeah. Yeah, I just think Prime are going to have dough in it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, and and I think they're going to get more and more rights to Premier League games because that's what they want to go after. Um, be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens with the pricing structure though when that does happen. Because obviously Amazon Prime Video. Um, now, how much is it now? What is it like twelve, thirteen quid or something? I, don't I, know. I thought it was seven ninety nine. Yeah, I'm off I still. Like a, I thought that's what it was. So okay. with my prime delivery. Well, yeah. let's let's say it's that. I mean, we could be wrong. Fact check it for yourself. But um, you know, if they get Premier League matches, it might. It will probably go up. But even if it does go up, say if it went up to fifteen pound a month, most people when they have Sky, when they when they have Sky Sports to watch football, you're paying like forty, fifty, you know, sixty quid a month. So you know, it's gonna. They're in big trouble, mate. 
And I'm here for it, is all I'm saying, because Sky, you man have had the monopoly too long, charging yeah. people too much money, and here we go. You're about to get your comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> we, not, we need healthy competition, though. We need it. We need competition for the consumer. So the more people that are getting in the mix, uh, the better content we're going to get. Do you yep. know what I mean? So yep. that's yep. what we need. Speaking of streaming, Netflix are going to be giving away 83 years subscription what? to their service. Yep. What, to uh, one person? years subscription. Yep, to one person. Such In fact, if someone is by the time... 83. Why not yeah. just I'll for life? why. It's a publicity stunt for The Old Guard, a new film that came out with Charlize... I always say her name right, so I'm going to make sure I say it properly. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Um, you may have seen her from Atomic Blonde and a few other cracking films recently, but uh, the new film is The Old Guard, and basically they're offering a thousand months of subscription, which they're going to call an immortal subscription. Uh, all you have it's to do is play is a little get... No, it's not though, is it? But, you know, I think I, I think 83 years, I mean, I'll take that. Never play for Netflix also, again. Netflix they, is going to be pricey. Can, can you give some of your months to someone else? So let's say, for example, I use 20 years of Netflix, and then I yeah. die. Can I... Pass that on. Can somebody inherit my months? Just, just give them just... your login, mate. You know, that's what everyone's doing yeah. anyway. You uh, know what I mean? Switch, switch over payment methods when you're on uh, your way out, uh, and then take that, take that paper, take that Netflix. I would, man. Thousand months, eighty-three. Yeah, seems a bit. Who knows? Thousand. Do you know that there's like that um, religion that I won't mention because it's just not worth the hassle. But it's not good they, to mention religion. Do you you sign a contract and the contract's for a million years? I, I, very, a- I very much enjoy the fact that you sign a contract to be part of a religion <laughs> before you even finish that sentence. So I was like, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Who's the contract it's- with? Is it with... Uh, it, you don't have to say the, the religion, but I mean, is it like... Is it with God? Who's the contract with? Who's, just, who's with like- Tom Cruise. Partly with Tom Cruise. That's who it's with. <laughs> I wonder what religion you're on about. That's as far as we'll take it. Anyway, so uh, let's move swiftly on. Dom, uh, so, Dom um, Cruz, yes. Yes, Dom, Dominic Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominic that's Cruz. What said, yeah. That's what I said. C-R-E-W, like he's related to Terry Cruz, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's his younger brother. Yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. Um, but also, so they're doing that to promote the old garden. It got me looking at Netflix, seeing what's new. And if I'm honest, Netflix is very good at doing lots of little tweaks. We haven't noticed how much Netflix has changed over the years. But one thing that people are getting, and you may have experienced before, me is they've introduced a shuffle button a randomized oh, button like now netflix is using its algorithm to work out what you like and instead of just suggesting a list of films like you may like this you can press a button that says shuffle or randomize or watch something it looks different from different people's accounts and it starts and you can just not go through the rigmarole of trying to find something i like, so, I like that it's one of the worst parts of netflix is flicking through trying to find something and also the way that they're working out some of these algorithms are brilliant. My YouTube one, for example, I've had an account now for long enough. It knows in the recommended for you bit, it knows it's like, Dev, do you want to see a compilation of people dying inside? Absolutely. How about a two minute compilation of people missing high fives in public? Absolutely. I want to see that. <laughs> what about, what about football mascots fighting on a field? Yes. I want to see all of that. So it does, it does work you out pretty well. Uh, do you know what I'm quite into at the moment? And I don't know why. And you know, the problem, the problem, I don't even really use Facebook, right? But sometimes I fire it up just to see what, you know, what my auntie's moaning about or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I accidentally, well, not accidentally, I clicked on one video once, right? Of um, <laughs> I literally clicked on one video once of like epic fails for trucks. Or something like that. And now all I ever get is like the, the the most epic fails of like trucks and tractors. And so I'm like, Amazing. what? I watched one video. What is wrong with you guys? I've, I've I've said that to people before when they've watched things on my account. A little bit like um, you know, if your friends keep you waiting for an Uber or something, you're like, you're gonna affect the rating, man. Like, come on. I, I'm equally like that. If someone wants to search for things on my YouTube, I'm like, you're gonna fuck up the algorithms, man. Like, be careful. One wrong choice and it's gonna be ruined forever. <laughs> the Uber yeah, you, rating. You can't mess with someone's Netflix. There is an old school um, trick, but you need time on your hands. So this is for you if you if you want to play a practical joke on someone that you live with. Go on their Netflix account and like watch ten minutes or five minutes of a like kid show or five minutes of something that's totally not their taste, and then. Uh, after a few days they'll log in and it'll be like what Teletubbies <laughs> like, I don't, 
What's the, going on the there, next bro? thing you know, mate, the police are bursting down the door, <laughs> taking their computer away from them. You know what I mean? It's all crazy just because you thought it'd be funny to do a Netflix prank. Outrageous. In this episode of Pranks Gone Wrong, <laughs> how one student's joke ended up with their friend in jail for 50 years. I've, I've, <laughs> got, a, I've got a prank as well, but I've never tried it, so I, I can't. I can't claim on its validity or whether it actually works, but I've seen people talking about this. If you've got a friend who loves red wine, right? Um, next time they come to yours when lockdown isn't as strict um, or whatever, if you get red food coloring, yeah, one of those little bottles of red food coloring and you put the whole bottle of red food coloring into their red wine, give it to them to drink. When they go for a piss, it comes out red and they obviously shit their pants. I mean, it's quite a dark joke, but it's it's funny, you know. If you if you please got cool report friends. back on this, please report safe? back on this. Is it safe well, to drink that much food coloring? It's just coloring. So, as far as yeah, I know, I mean, what, I'm, not, I'm, I'm no scientist. So. I I feel like it's e numbers. <laughs> I feel like food coloring is like almost exclusively e numbers. I mean, Dev, also- I I just want to interject there and say that if someone's drinking alcohol, they're already doing drugs. Don't want to well, sound like a square. Red, red, wine is an, an, red wine's an antioxidant. If you have, it's also a drug. It's got alcohol in it, my friend. Yeah, but like anything, if you abuse it, yeah, you might have a problem, and perhaps you need to talk to somebody. But one or two glasses of wine a day, I think's, I think's all right. In fact, well, you know what? Everyone listening right now, do it, okay? Yeah. And if someone dies and kills no, over, don't, and no, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Hang on, wait. Can I just no. say, your partner kills over and dies, it's a really painful no. death. And as they're dying, they're gurgling out the words, "Why, why?" You can tell them. Nick Bright told me it'll be fucking wait, hilarious. Hang on. Wait, wait. I didn't say do it. I just told you about it. I think the words "do it" came out of Dev's mouth, not mine. Do it. In, do it. In, a, do it. in a court yeah, of law, it would be dev who's going to jail <laughs> uh, you know i'm so not a big prank person as well you know those like compilations online of couples pranking each other and honestly the first time if my girl pranked me i'd be like Haha, very good i've got a prank for you i'm leaving we're over yeah <laughs> 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 It's funny how right. hey, oh, it's called How to Kill an Hour and like we've essentially just murdered a few people. It's like <laughs> I feel bad that you've you've your last days on your last moments on earth were uh, listening to us talk shite about food colouring that's gonna kill you. I like yeah. it. Is that right. any sort of who was the name of the was it David Koresh? Do you know the guy who made all of his followers drink Kool-Aid and they did like a sort of mass suicide thing? <laughs> it's quite poetic. You know, for all the listeners of this podcast all drank red food colouring. Yeah, I know. I mean, at the very least, bruv, you'd be infamous. There's plenty of ways to sil- to kill some time. Thank you for killing yourself with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'll, well, I would end it on that, but just one more before we get out of here. I think I, I really would like to your opinion on this because I think Nick Bright is an ex fast food professional eater. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm partial to the golden arches. I'm not an still. ex. Hang on, let, um, let me. I just got to again correct you. I, I don't want people to think I'm some like health food junkie. I just gave up McDonald's. I love the way you say it as well. Like, oh, so brave. He's like, um, actually, uh, actually gave up eating McDonald's. Yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Just it, side, uh, wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. So it's six years clean. Yeah. Six years clean, baby. <laughs> six years the last, the last <laughs> Smell my fingers. Go on. The, the, the last McDonald's I had was during one extra live in Manchester. I remember it. Remember it fondly. Oh, the glint in your eye there. That was the good old days, isn't it? I, I may have had a milkshake since then from McDonald's, but everything, I've never had any food. All right. Well, this might interest you then. Go the on. quest for lab-grown meat is extending to the staple of the fast food scene, right? The Verge has reported that KFC has teamed up with Moscow's 3D bioprinting solutions with the goal of producing the world's first lab-made chicken nuggets. Mm. That's right. The Russian firm is developing an additive printing technique using chicken cells and plant material that ideally recreates the taste and texture of natural chicken whilst keeping the animal involvement to a minimum. A minimum. So, so, it's, so it's, it's not even like it's not even like zero animals. It's like a minimum. You might as well just have Luminous. normal fucking Luminous. chicken nuggets. What is this? I mean, like, there's, there's definitely positives to be taken from this. If it means that chickens aren't bred in captivity, purposely pumped full of steroids to make them boneless and then smushed into a fine paste in order to make delicious chicken nuggets. That is a good thing. <laughs> but doesn't it 
Uh, something about a three, just that even that phrase, a 3D printed chicken nugget. And this might be a bit of a hacky take on this, but I'm like, can we fucking cure cancer or something first? Yeah, can, yeah, we, totally. can we do that? Can we like cure shit and like make sure that, how about, oh, no, no, mind you saying that, I was going to say, can we cure world hunger? Maybe this will be it. Maybe yeah. you can show up in places that don't have much food with a 3D printer and a big vat of fucking plant cells or whatever it is and be like, nuggets for everyone. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> it, do you know what? It is fucking mad that stories like this. Like, I tweeted this the other day. People banging on about eating healthy. You need to eat healthy, eat healthy, blah, blah. F- someone fucking invent a salad that tastes like burgers. <laughs> Like, <laughs> wh- wh- why the hell are we like printing chicken nuggets? Yeah, I'm still having to eat a salad that don't taste like junk food. Invent a salad that tastes like pizza. Invent a salad that tastes like burgers, hot dogs. You know what I mean? All of that shit. But also, yeah, I equally, I, I don't really eat like meat that much anyway. To be honest, um, you might as well just eat corn nuggets. That's what I do. Yeah, like, yeah. Fair what are they like compared to your conventional chicken? For nuggets? me, like. I think they're fine. I like corn nuggets. You know what I mean? I, I put corn in everything now, though. If I make a chili, I make it out of corn. Like, whatever. I'm like, I'm not really that big on meat until I go, like, five guys or somewhere like that. Then I'm like, give me the burgers. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, what would be quite I, fun is, um, you know, to be the first person to try the nugget. I'd love to volunteer. And you could, that way you could fuck with people. You could <laughs> sort of be like, all right, here I go, guys. Gonna be the first one to try a 3D printed nugget. Mm, that's pretty good. Give me the food colouring. Give me the food colouring. Nick's gonna come with his prank. If he put a whole bottle of food colouring in someone's bio-printed chicken nugget, it'll make that shit blood for weeks. Well, apparently, this is yeah. Go on. Does that mean potentially there would be a point where you could three D print a person? I, th- honestly I feel like I don't know too much about the world of 3D printing I've just seen stuff you know online but I feel like people are just 3D printing everything now and anything I've seen like 3D, f- uh, 3D printed houses 3D printed this I'm like where does this stop like but that I can get my head around like a sort of thing made out of but the, 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 the nugget is weird because it's mixing together like living cells and yeah. plant cells together to so, I, they, if they're not already doing it, it's happening soon where they're 3D printing people and they're not quite getting it right. <laughs> there's this oh, yeah, family, family guy, guy yeah. where, where Stewie, there's like evil Stewie. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Dev's looking a bit like, I ain't seen that. <laughs> so, you know what that happens a lot where I come up with a good idea for something and people go like, um, I was in a, I was in a, a, a car driving around Manchester with um, a Radio 1 presenter, Kel Spellman. And I said to him, bruv, I've got a sick idea for a film, right? <laughs> So uh, keep it under your hat. Uh, got this idea for a film where there's all these like all these people, right, living together in this little city. What they don't know, they're actually clones, and uh, they don't know that they're clones. And then somewhere else in another part of the world is the actual person. And when they need an organ or whatever, what? The, and then Kel's like, "Mate, have you heard of a film called Shut Around?" I'm like, shut, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." So in my idea, right, one of the clones works out he's a clone, and then tries. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." There is a film called Shut Up. I'm like, shut up, Kel. For fuck's sake, I already have an idea. So look, that happens to me quite. It was only until he showed me the IMDB page of Shut Up Island and I read through the synopsis and I was like, the clones and yeah, no, that is exactly the same. Now that I think about it, I watched it. I watched the island yesterday. Actually, I've seen it. It's like shit. Back to the drawing board. I was going to be a millionaire off of that. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? KFC could be making some extra money out of this because they're saying that these labbed produce. Uh, nuggets suggest they it requires a hundred times less farmland and cuts greenhouse emissions by twenty five times. Yeah, that's, right? that, that's good, and they're also said that the design might be ready by fall twenty twenty. But the thing is, where does the line get drawn? Is it still a chicken nugget, or do they have yeah, to specify it on the menu? Yeah, do they have to specify on the menu? Lab grown nugget. Come and get your lab nuggets. Mm-mm. A labby nugget. Three <laughs> yeah. D nugget sounds quite cool. You know Even that, that like though, that three yeah. D nuggets. Sound, that sounds like it's going to break your teeth, though. You know what I mean? Like three <laughs> D nugget. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to eat it. What's <laughs> 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 he for my it best feature? Like, it sounds like a wrestler's finishing move. <laughs> oh my god, he's, he's going for the three D nugget. No, Jr. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's the three D nugget. Three D nugget. No. 
Yeah, man. Well, you know, I mean, look, for me, I don't know, personally, I kind of, you know how my chicken nuggets made, like Dev kind of alluded to it. They basically scrape the bones of chicken. It's everything. Probably a bit of cartilage, a bit of chicken. They mash it it's all up whole to chicken. grind up what's left. They must take the nice bits off like the breast and the wings and sell those, but they grind everything else up though, right? Yeah. And it's so like a little pink paste, yeah, mm-hmm. put it in a square, deep fry it, and it tastes delicious, man. A little splash of ketchup. But if they kind of move towards bioprinted meat and make it all plant-based chicken, I think I'm okay with it. And I think a lot of people would be, but it's that in-between point. Like, I'm just going to put it to you before we finish the show. Because my answer to this is yes. Would you eat the half plant, half chicken nugget, Dev? Oh, certainly, man. I would say, though, that it does annoy me when these companies come out and they're like, Guys, we've uh, come up with a way that we're uh, going to be able to reduce carbon. It's like, you're the ones who've been fucking up the atmosphere anyway. Like all these big <laughs> car companies are just like tearing holes in the ozone layer where they're like, guys, we've got the answer. We're going electric. It's like, we weren't really doing anything to like, mess that up. So yeah, like, I hope you are sorting out kind of that, thing. That's, that's, that's what I always relieved. think, you know, when, when, you, when you're recycling your like tins of beans and it's like you're washing them out and you're like, yeah, I'm doing my bit here. And it's like you've got these big pharmaceutical chemical companies just pumping shit into the air. You're like, but at least I'm doing these beans. Yeah, <laughs> mine is a drop in the fucking ocean, man. What am I doing? I <laughs> reused the, the bag today. Right. Doing the middle bit of the toilet roll. Lovely. <laughs> I, think do, I think we would do less damage than one car manufacturer if we just drove around every day throwing fucking <laughs> bags for life out of the window like, like, like going around <laughs> strangling turtles with our bare hands like fuck you turtle we would do with less a bag damage, for life but, like, <laughs> <laughs> how about you Bray? Um, I don't know because I'm a bit funny about meat my missus would tell you this about me if she was here she hates it because she loves like steak and all of that shit and I'm just not into it at all I'd have to, I'd have to see the texture. I'd have to, I'd have to yeah, physically yeah, yeah. touch it and feel yeah. the texture before I think yeah. about eating it. Cause I'm all, I'm a texture man. If something yeah. goes in my gob, it sounds a bit weird, but if something goes in my gob and the texture ain't right, I'm like, bleh, you know what I mean? Spitting it out. Yeah, that's good. Let me see said. it first. Let me smell it, handle it, look at it in different lights first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Inspect it. What, what is a good tech? What is a bad texture food? Like what's a texture Tomato. food where you're like, N-? mushrooms. Mushrooms are just the worst. What, fresh or, or cooked? Just that's too different. They're, they're, just, they're just rubbery shite, mate. They're just not the one. <laughs> also, like fat on, um, on like, I don't eat bacon, but like, you know, fat on meat. When you get like the, the chewy yeah. bit. Nah, man. And it goes in your mouth. It's all like, yeah, I love that. It's all like slimy oh, and chewy. Yeah. Nah, man. That is oh, just yeah. oh. If they just sold a bag of it at a chicken shop, like here's some like salted meat fat. I'd, I'd fucking buy that, man. Always, um. Oysters also terrible. Disgusted, like a mouthful of seawater. I always thought, um, dried apricots used to freak me out as a kid because it's like eating your own tongue. Is that what I would imagine biting into your own tongue? would sort of feel like the the, the consistency yeah. and texture you can, yeah, you, little, you can actually yeah, no. eat tongue though i've seen it in cans like is it ox tongue you can you can buy tongue, in the yeah. supermarket yeah, yeah. in a can yeah. i'm like it's <clears throat> bad enough if it was fresh in a packet you're trying to serve it to me in a fucking can it's, it's like when you go to the supermarket you see that that um, full english breakfast in a can <laughs> or, a, or a christmas dinner or a fray bentos pie in a can i'm like <laughs> why, why are you putting Mental. this shit in a can Absolutely. stuff that shouldn't be in a can well like the quicker we start 3d printing nuggets and we move away from putting breakfast meats in cans like the better like maybe it is going to be a good thing right and that is where we'll end today's show. <laughs> Fair. I think that's a great way to end it. I understand. We've all got to get out of here, man. Um, but yeah, if you want to let everyone know where they can find you guys, that'd be amazing. Uh, you can get me on, just I'll just do Insta because it's easier, at Nick Bright. Just my name on Insta. No ones, no underscores, none of that shit. Just Nick Bright. Uh, I'm Dev on Instagram. No, you can't buy my fucking username. Uh, no, you can't buy my fucking username. And um, oh, there's one more other thing. Oh, yeah. No, you can't buy my fucking username. All right. I'm not you, selling it. You managed to get that, though, because you used to be Dev101 and you must have pulled some strings, got someone kicked out. Yeah, so did I. I did. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not not selling my username because I have any sort of integrity. I'm not selling it because a friend of mine organized it so that I could get the handle Dev. And it would be incredibly disrespectful towards him if I did that. But don't get me wrong. 
if it wasn't if that wasn't the case if I was just the first person to sign up as dev I would quite happily sell it does this person's name start with an S it certainly does yeah, that, that's the person oh, who sorted me out oh. as well. Yeah. Booted someone out who had Nick Bright, who had weren't using it, got binned off and gave it to me. Yeah. Jesus. Big up, big up S. All right. Big up S. Big up a man like S. You know who you oh, are. Hang oh. on, you're saying he's a man now. Calm down. Calm down. You're revealing too much. <laughs> or am I? Yeah, I am. Yeah, cool. All right. I'm Matt Marcus Bronzy on all social medias and at How to Kill an Hour is where you can find everything that we do here. Uh, plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Hey guy, before you like run off and go somewhere else, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to Adobe Stock Audio, who are all about empowering those who create wherever they are and whatever their circumstances. Did you know that? I know. Constantly a new chance to learn things, right? And as the importance of creative solutions has arguably reached an all-time high, updates like Adobe Stock Audio are going to improve remote collaboration for creativity. It's seamless integration of stock content within Adobe's video editing software. Adobe's Premiere Pro, as well as a collaboration with two amazing sound agencies, there's your boys from Epidemic Sound and Jamendo, or they make for a powerful setup for any type of creator. So stop running around looking for all the sounds and bits and pieces that you need. Save yourself a bunch of time searching for uh, some great stock content so you can have more time on important stuff. Stuff like being creative or perhaps picking out a new hat. Check out Adobe Stock Audio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 